we're not getting the show on the road, are we? You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Listen, like your life depends on it. Well, that was fun and broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in very windy New Hampshire. Very, very windy. I am Bob Fournier, and joining me tonight, as always, to discuss the zombies that are always around us. First, joining me is Lou Page. It may be windy in New Hampshire, but I'm guessing it was just as warm there as it was here. It felt pretty nice, right? Yeah, I, I went to work without a coat and in a t-shirt. <laughs> We're going to do this I, again? <laughs> yes, we are, right this minute. Celebrating every day that I don't have to wear a coat. I'm right there with exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Uh, no, you know, it's a reason to be excited. And um, I, I love warm weather. And speaking of reasons to be excited, we have another host <laughs> in, a foreign, in a foreign land. Oh. His name is Ryan Murphy. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Bob? How are you, Lou? How is everybody? I am fantastic. I'm just super excited because I did something I've been saying I was going to do on this show since the since we started talking about Walking Dead. And Quit. that was no. <laughs> we discussed this. I'm not quitting. I'm not stepping down. All right. All right. I will be the Canadian on the show. I, I I signed up. I'm here. Um although if anyone wants to buy out my contract. Uh anyways, uh I finally got around to ordering uh The Walking Dead uh Compendium Volume 1 on Amazon. Oh my, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me some claps. No. Oh, oh. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's huge. I did not expect that. It's about five pounds, and it's like 2,000 pages. It's like a phone book. I, yeah, it's, it's huge. You got the compendium, you said? Yeah. Yeah, that thing's That's massive. only part one, too. Yeah, I, I'll I'll probably pick up part two once I finish, I mean, logically, since uh, when I finish part one. But <laughs> usually what I'll do is sometimes I'll be like, I know I'm going to love this book series. I'm going to buy all of Game of Thrones. And then, you know, you don't read Game of Thrones. You just wait for the new HBO series. But yeah. with Walking Dead, I'm excited to start reading through. I'm reading through them about maybe, I'd say about eight issues through. So I'm starting to get the idea of where the show differs from the comic book. Two main reasons I picked it up. One, I hate making myself a liar. I've been talking about picking it up for a long-ass time, so now I'm not a liar. And two, we would get awesome emails from our listeners about Walking Dead um, predictions and uh, you know discussions and their theories. And most of the time it would relate to the comic because the listeners of the show are huge Walking Dead fans. And I am... I am too, but evidently not as much as them because I haven't read the comics. And, and they're kind of, they're not necessarily spoiling the comic because they're talking about it in the context of the TV show. But um, uh, it'll be nice to be caught up on both the TV show and the comic to kind of know what's going on in those two separate worlds. So I'm happy for you. I'm I am. <clears throat> it'll be good. And then you, you, and, you and I can be in the same boat when I say something. And I, I should say, uh, hopefully, I actually will be picking it up shortly myself too. So. Yeah, it's like forty dollars. Like this is a really good deal. So if anybody out there is listening and they want to get into the comics, don't wait for a comicsology sale because that's not worth it. You'll end up spending more on a comicsology sale for Walking Dead than you will if you go to Amazon right now. You look up the compendium; it's fifty it. issues for forty dollars. Come on, it's and it's a hard. It's it's not a hardcover, but it's a it's it's a paper physical copy of the walking dead 
And if you love you the show, you sleep with it at night. You pro- you could you could use it as a weapon. In Canada, we don't use guns under our pillows. We put phone books under our pillows. You, you put compendiums. Yeah, we put compendiums. I mean, we're, that's why we're so smart because we just we read our weapons every night. It's wow. Yeah, I don't want to be down on comicsology. Uh, I have a couple comics on there that I've. Oh, read. I'm not down on comicsology, but, but but there is nothing like a nice piece of paper to flip through. Well, I would rather own the Walking Dead compendium than than have it digitally because I want to see it on my shelf. But there are comics out there that I'm still interested in reading that I would I would don't care. I'd you know like I'm playing through The Wolf Among Us and um, that'll go on sale every time a new episode launches the Telltale game. Mm-hmm. I might pick it up, but not physically. Probably on Comicsology because it's, I'm not as attached to the universe. And uh, wait till yeah. you are. Well, I don't know. It's just the game is really cool, but I'm I'm not really into like the whole fantasy thing. I think I might have to like dip my toe in and pick up the the first issue is always free on Comicsology. I don't know why I've waited, but I should check it out. Well, speaking of books, oh, um, <clears throat> I I have a six year old daughter. What? This is the I, first I'm hearing of this. I've been meaning to tell you. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. That's that's a bloody lie. Um, so I, I have a six-year-old daughter who recently, <laughs> awful, is infatuated with zombies. She's not listening to the oh, show, no, is she? No, she's not listening to the show. Good, because um, we swear a lot. I, I know. She would never listen, ever. Well, um, when she's older. Maybe she'll no. listen to this like in twenty years and be like, "Dad, you're a loser. You're, you're such a nerd." Or, "Dad, you're the coolest." <laughs> Hopefully, if you raise them right, they'll say the second <laughs> one. Well, so I don't remember how it all started. I think she came in on Melina one day watching an episode of The Walking Dead, and after she shut it off, and she kind of walked in, you know, like, "Hey, what was that?" You know, and then I, and then I played Zombie U, and she came there once, and yeah, anyway. <laughs> She's obsessed with zombies, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Zombie U is probably something you could... Obsessed with zombies? I, I, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, but at the age six? Yeah. It, uh, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> we might need to refer this question to nerd parents. This might not be the right podcast because we're all zombie fans. Like, yeah, start them young. No, no, no. Get them going. I, I, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the show before. I but, think you may have, uh, but when I was in like a height chair, <laughs> my mother left me in a room with Michael Jackson's Thriller playing in the background. And then about a toddler, I saw Michael Jackson as a zombie dancing around. <laughs> Can you cue up the music, Bob? I screamed my head off, and I've been into zombies ever since. (laughs) You can just picture Baby Lou doing the thrill. Yeah. Is that what you were picturing? Yeah. I've been picturing that since he started talking. Because you've told that story before. It's a great story. Like, I think I I just picture you in the high chair. Like, as you move your hands, the high chair sort of does a little skip and a hop. And it's all to the music. So, (laughs) so anyway. So, she... We go to Barnes and Noble, right? We go to pick up some books, and the little nerd that she is, she wants Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle books, right? Which I'm completely cool with. Jeez, you you're doing a good job there. I know, right? <clears throat> so we go walking through the bookstore, and I am I, I go to, I go get one Ninja Turtle book, and she goes, "I don't want that one. Can you give me the other one?" Sure. I go. I'm like, wait right here. So I quickly go, quickly turn around. She's not there. I'm like. <laughs> What? That's a so, that's a parenting faux pas right there. It was like one second. So I, I run back over. I, I run back over. She's around the corner looking oh. at the comic book. She's got like six Walking Dead books <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. She's just looking at them because I have them in my house too. This is and the cutest like, thing ever. She she always wants to read them. I'm like, you're not reading these. <laughs> and like, she'll pull them out. I'm like, stop. So she's got like six of the comic books on the ground. There's people around. I'm like, Haley, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just reading these Walking Dead comics. I'm like, no, okay, no, she's not. (laughs) You're talking to the parents around you? No, hey, you're very funny, girl, because uh, I don't let you read these comics and I keep them locked away on a top shelf. I mean, come on, guys. (laughs) What do I do? She's obsessed with zombies. Well, okay, like... Let's not kid ourselves here. There's got to be zombie content out there suitable for the younger audience. I mean, I learned I, about zombies as, as a young child as well. We, we actually told the story, I think, episode two, Zom Memories, maybe episode one. <laughs> I, can't, I It's been so long. Don't go listen to it. I swear it's awful. Yeah, we'll just refresh your it. memories here. 
I think I learned like in grade two. Explain why I didn't remember if I told that story or not. Because, We've all blocked uh, out the early episodes. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I just I just find it funny. Like you know, <laughs> here I am, a guy that does a zombie show, and despite like me not giving her any sort of influence whatsoever, absolutely loves zombies. <laughs> like, well, the suggestion I would say is I know that there is a bunch of kids books out there about zombies. Yeah, we had the. It was like a Kickstarter, wasn't it? We... No, no, no. The, well, yeah, but that was a kind of a joke book. This oh. is there is there are legitimate. So I should scare. That's what you say. You should just yeah. dress up as a zombie. <laughs> I should play The Last of Us and make her watch. That game still that wouldn't be good. <laughs> no, for kids. I'm but, trying to think like a um, zombie game. I, see, I, don't think I, I I have to say I have to feel like I'd be a really judge of bad judge of what to do in this situation because my parents never limited what I watched. You turned you out know? just fine. And then I do it. Then I wonder why I have issues. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. My You're a lord, Lou. You don't have issues. Thing. So just just so you know, too, she asked me a question tonight as we were wrestling around. And I, I we were we always wrestle around, jumping, running, stuff like that. You do like uh, a Ultimate Warrior tribute or something? Hey, whoa, too soon. Too soon. What? Way too soon, my you died, man. I said tribute. I Come on. You just killed the show. I'm out. I'm out dropping the mic. Great. So I didn't um, even watch wrestling, so she, I have no she idea asked me she asked me a question and mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't answer it and I, I have to ask the busy zombie lord. I don't know if I, should I do it now or should I do it later? Ah uh, yeah, I don't know. Is, well we've been talking about it, so just why don't we move it I'll up just, just, just I'll this just, once. I'll just do it now. <clears throat> Alright, Lou. You you haven't asked the busy zombie lord tonight. Are you ready? I am ready. Alright. This is from six-year-old Haley, and she asks, "Are zombies ticklish?" <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. You should have recorded it, and I then don't we know. could. I know. That, that's a really good question, actually. <laughs> uh, I've never seen them be tickled and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you've seen them get tickled, just not. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> I'll let you ponder on that one. But before we stall any further, we got some news to talk about before we get into our awesome topic of the week. So let's kick it off. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. And the correct answer is everyone's ticklish. Anyway, have you always wondered how to survive a zombie apocalypse, Ryan? Mm, yes. I have an idea. Okay, what? You need to smell really bad. Well, I mean, if Grimy Grimes has taught us anything, that's, <laughs> that's basically rule number one. I mean, there was a whole episode devoted to smelling bad. <laughs> well, there is a YouTube video out there, and it's called uh, How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse. It's a, uh, a survival chemistry lesson almost, Lou. What would you think of it? I thought it was fantastic. You, do you agree with it? I agree with it. I think that it would. I think it would definitely help. Um, I don't know how I would feel about walking around smelling like a rotting corpse, but you know, just ask Ryan. If it, if it if it if it helped me survive, I could certainly make do with it. Do you guys remember the the actual like product line that we talked about maybe like last year that was like a smell <laughs> smell like the apocalypse oh, line? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, like scent of death or something. Yeah, like that. it was like yeah. forest fungi and death. Yeah, deep tonight. I don't know. I can't remember, but it was like for some reason people dwell on this stuff. Like, I don't know. I I think okay, if you're in the zombie apocalypse and you're like, when when was the last time we saw anybody on The Walking Dead shower? Well. I don't want to see anyone. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying, okay. Even a hint at them, like yeah, like you don't bathing. get. Yeah, you don't get any sort of idea or clue that they've cleaned <laughs> lately. Yeah, so they would smell. I don't know if you guys have ever had like a lazy weekend where you don't shower, but two days really? you're smelling pretty ripe. So yeah. could you imagine two months? Come on, wearing the yeah. same clothes every day. Just go up to a hobo and no, too much. Yeah, just lick a hobo and see how you feel after that. So basically what they're saying is, and there's this American Chemical Society, 
The cologne imitates the smell of a rotting corpse by combining chemicals responsible for putrid smell we give off when we die. Nice. Um, yep, and they explain how to get that chemical and use it to make the what they could use to make the cologne in the zombie apocalypse. And it doesn't actually sound like it's that hard. No, it wouldn't be difficult to really make, but I wonder how people would treat you if you wore it now. <laughs> they would probably send you home. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my job would send me home. Like, what is that smell? We need to evacuate the building. Something crawled into the vents <laughs> and died. Dead. Something is dead. Bob, is that you? Oh, Bob, you just smell so dead. <laughs> it's this new cologne. It's called Death Cologne. Has your liver failed? I mean, what's you going guys, on? <laughs> you guys laugh now, but when the zombies come... <laughs> I'm going to be smelling pretty good. That's how, that's how I'll survive, is I'll just constantly smell bad. Uh, but on a serious note, too, um, there was a zombie movie, a uh, low-budget zombie movie being shot in Florida. And uh, I guess two people were killed Sunday night when uh, they were in a small plane and they crashed trying to film the movie. Um, no no fun jokes about that. Two people are, are gone. And but in, in all seriousness, if we've got any listeners in the Florida area... I would like to know if they know what the name of the movie was or what was going on. Because yeah. the article really it doesn't really say a whole lot about the film, and I'd like to know. I'd like to know more about it. Yeah. Certainly, be something interesting to talk about in the show, especially where there was a tragedy involved. Wow! It looks like the the aircraft was was hand built using kits. That's kind of neat. Well, I mean. It is neat, but I would definitely like to know if maybe it's revolving around the plot of the movie or something like that. They might have been shooting it. I don't know, but that's crazy. Like, I mean, this is kids. This is why you get film permits. They probably did not have a permit if they were flying. Uh, actually, if you read the article, it sounds like they did have permits and they had discussed the flight with the FAA, which is how they found out when they crashed. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, well yeah. Geez, yeah. FAA, <clears throat> step up your game. It's sad, and um, hopefully we, we're, we're, I mean, we're looking out for those that, you know, we're filming and fan, friends and family of those guys, but um, hopefully, you know, they were doing what they loved, and that's making zombie movies, and uh, you know, it's just a sad story to talk about, but I thought we'd mention it for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that uh, I know Lou brought up was the um, sci-fi announces a new TV show called Z Nation, 13 episodes from the guys... From the asylum, or Sharknado? What? Thirteen episodes later this year. I don't know how I feel about this. It's going to be awful. I've I haven't seen Sharknado. Is Tara Reid going to be in this one too? Or I hope so. I don't. Well, the only thing I have to say is it's being filmed by Asylum, which they're notoriously known for doing low budget bad stuff. Yeah, but almost when on you purpose. Read yeah, almost on purpose. But when you read like the executive producers behind the show, there's they're actually people that have done decent work. So that leads me to believe that maybe they're trying to step up their game. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and be optimistic, but not that optimistic. <laughs> when was the last time Sci-Fi made anything good? Yeah. Uh, Battlestar. I- I've enjoyed a couple of their shows. I don't love a lot of their shows, but I've enjoyed a couple of them. Now, here's the thing, too. What if they make a cheesy, campy zombie show that's supposed to be campy like Sharknado? Would you be down for watching that? Well, I considering would. we watched this week, I mean, <laughs> I'd be up for... I'd, yeah, you know what? Like Again, this brings us back to the conversation we had fo- like exactly a year ago following uh, us watching the pilot for uh, Zombieland. Like, I enjoyed it. It was good. I would yeah. have loved to see where it would have gone from there. But, you know, so maybe this is uh, – and again, I, I'm always preaching we need more good zombie content. And the best way to get good zombie content is actually freaking try. So we can't get any content if people don't start making it. So yeah. kudos to Sci-Fi and um, Asylum. I, I don't really appreciate people saying like, oh, they're taking advantage of that zombie trope and getting on the fan bandwagon. And I'm just like, guys – there's no fan bandwagon. It's called. It's like it's zombies are a genre that exists. It's not a bandwagon. It's it's here to stay. Yeah. And I have added World War Z to my Netflix list, so I will watch it at some point. Worth the watch. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing too. I I think I'd be pretty happy with finally getting to see like something that's purposely bad, 
but not too bad. You know, like watching Sharknado, you knew what they were doing. You saw Sharknado? Uh, on TV. I've uh, never bits, seen it. Bits, bits and pieces. <laughs> Is it bad? It's bad, but it's good bad. You know, it's one of those, like, they're they're trying to be bad, but it's funny. And I don't think I would mind watching a zombie show like that. But it all depends on how they go. Like, if it's supposed to be really good, you know, if they're trying really hard to make it, you know, dead set and serious, then... And if they're it, going for Walking Dead as opposed to Shaun of the Dead, then we got a problem. Exactly. Yeah, that's a perfect way to des- describe that. But um, that should be out later this year, so we'll keep our uh, keep our ears tuned for that, and hopefully we'll hear from that soon. And uh, love to be able to get get my hands on that show sooner than later. Yeah, cool. All right. <clears throat> as much as I don't want to do it, <laughs> I, I, I'm questioning whether we should or not Let's at this point. Without any more Walking Dead to talk about, we're going back into zombie topics. Each and every week. Zombie topic of the week. All right. <laughs> you didn't have a crazy oh. cool intro for it? Yeah. <laughs> kind of blew your wad on the intro, didn't you? Yeah. So. Why did I say that? We had. Well, I just went right over it. Thank you. Um, we we had an email. From, was it from Kim? Yes. And um, she so, suggested. Blame Kim. <laughs> I am gonna right now. <laughs> she had suggested that we wa- you know watch a zombie movie together. Well, not together, <laughs> but uh, we should all watch a zombie movie called. Um, I felt like we watched it together. It's called Stalled. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. Hey, can I be honest? Before it even got suggested, this has been sitting on my my Netflix queue basically since it came out. Well, since and we I've been like, oh trailer. yeah, I should I should watch that. Oh yeah, I should watch that. And then Netflix on my PS3 started showing scenes that just like backdrop photos so that you can see what the movie looks like. And I kept going, "Oh, looks like it was shot with a whole movie camera." I can wait. Hmm. I so, can well, wait. If if okay. we're if we're going by watching like trailers, like we watch a trailer on the show, then we watch the movie like six months to a year later just as long as our next one isn't zombievers i'm happy hey we'll, we'll see oh. <laughs> <laughs> well okay so uh, the movie's stalled all right it's it's called stalled big guess here it is about a guy in a bathroom stall and it gets overrun by zombies in probably the weirdest way possible well you know when i saw when you see the cover of the movie and you hear the premise Guy stuck in a bathroom stall and there's zombies everywhere. It 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 sounds really clever. It sounds like a really neat premise. Well, yeah, okay, so the IMDB description, a janitor gets trapped in a women's restroom and encounters an all-out attack by a horde of zombies. Intriguing. Yeah. No, the the premise is great. Lou's right. But uh it quickly runs out of ideas. Like, quickly, like 15 minutes in. Let's just talk about it real quick. All right. Um, So the movie starts out with this guy, and for some reason he's standing in front of this door to get into the bathroom. And he is really just staring at the door like there's something wrong. Okay? Are you guys with me so far? Okay. Yep. Then he walks into the women's bathroom after some people walk out. And there's a ladder there. (laughs) Because why not? There's always a ladder in the women's room, right? From from what I hear, so there's this ladder. <laughs> there's a ladder, and the woman. Now the ladder was there before he got there, right? Yeah, and oh. that's the thing is like, why is there a ladder in the women's room? I don't get well, it. Did well, it have something know, to do with the ringing that was in that was in the like the rooftop? Like, was there a phone stuck in there? Like, did I miss like a subplot to this movie? Yeah, I will admit. So the, he goes in the bathroom. There is a ladder, and I would have understood if it was maybe like look like a step stool or something you know what i mean yeah i have been in bathrooms where i have seen like a step stool for someone to like clean the mirrors or something like that but the ladder is like the kind you would use to get up on the roof of a building well it would have also been tall enough to fix the lights or something but i mean that's the least of this movie's concerns (laughs) yeah well here's what bothers me is he goes he goes to you know he goes and gets out this ladder that just happens to be there and he opens his toolbox and he's all alone in the bathroom, and the toolbox is full of money, and he shuts it real quick. And I'm like, what? 
Yeah. Well, they explain well, that at the end of the movie. Yeah, at the end of the movie. <laughs> but, the, I, but he shuts it real quick, and you're left seeing the money. And when he closes it, there's still money sticking out of the toolbox. Yeah, right. It was like, like, it was like, it was like okay. And so he uses the ladder. He climbs up to this fan in the ceiling, which looked like it might have been a speaker because there was music playing at certain points. Yeah. Yeah. And then he pulls out a dead rat. So, and that's the thing, too, is like, did you guys think the dead rat was going to start the zombie apocalypse? Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> they I come like... back to that, too, though. Like, this movie's got everything. Uh, no, like, that, like that, the intro to this movie was very random. Like, why was he going into the woman's bathroom? Like, that was never established. It is I, later. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I must have yeah. missed the subtle nuance of why. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he's in the bathroom, right? And so this movie's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even so, talking about the zombies yet. I mean, so well, no. let's get into that. So he walks in the bathroom. Two women go to come in. And for some reason, even though he's the janitor, he gets nervous and hides in one of the stalls. And then he, and then he hears this conversation. What is that? God, oh, that pizza delivery boy got rapey under the mistletoe. Ah, oh, but Jeff swooped in and saved the day. What, Jeff from accounts? No, Jeff from IT. Jeff? Jeff Aroni? Jefferson Airplane? Huh? He's the one, you know. Heather the heifer. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeff from IT. He's, he's a man. Oh, man. He was such a man. He was, he, he Can was. I just say, I've never heard anyone from IT ever referred to as the man. Or Jefferoni. Yeah, I don't think, like, I mean, this is this is very stereotypical, so I kind of have to, like, applaud this movie for breaking the, the uh, IT stereotype. I mean, this might have been the first media production that used IT as a sexual object. I mean, yeah. can we get a clap for that? Like, this movie's just breaking boundaries, I'll left, right, and center. Zombies at my podcast. See, it's just—I think you guys are giving this movie a bad rap. I mean, well, okay. So, what happens after they talk, Ryan? What <laughs> well, they make out, obviously, <laughs> and then <laughs> after that, in the bathroom, they they made out, and then after that, Ashley fell asleep, and and at the like this morning when I was talking to her, I was like, "Oh, we're going to talk about that movie stalled that we watched," and and she's like, "Yeah, I don't remember. All I remember is like." because uh, uh, uh. she was asleep during all the zombie bits but and i said to her was like well you basically fell asleep after like you know the two chicks went out five at minutes <laughs> yeah so she fell asleep after the lesbian scene and and uh i had to watch the rest of the movie by myself with and, some guy walking in okay yeah and this guy was the guy that was actually supposed to fix the women's room wasn't it no, he was looking for the other janitor because he was the boss. No, no, he said he was looking for his toolbox. Yeah, the toolbox yes. full of money because he knew that the other guy stole his money. No, 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 no. I no, don't know. No. Whatever, this movie's shit. I, I, I take it all back. <laughs> no, no, no. The, 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 the premise was with the guy knocking on the door is he was looking for his toolbox. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and he fired the other guy, right? And supposedly what you find out way later... <laughs> I mean, way later, like towards the end of the movie, you find out that the guy that's stuck in the stall got fired earlier in the evening, and he's been proceeding to wander around the office since no one's kicked him out yet, stealing things from everybody. Yeah. Oh, I see. And it and he makes a reference to yeah, and I stole all the money from the charity box. Right. right. Well, here's my thing, too, is – so he – okay, so let's just go back into the movie real quick. So the, the zombie lesbians come. He takes care of them by smashing one head into, into a toilet. And then uh, what did he do to the other one? I think she, he stabbed her through the mouth with a screwdriver. That was, the same, yeah. that was the same zombie. The other one was just wandering oh. around outside. Yeah, I don't remember that. And, uh, <laughs> you I remember a lot. And then he goes to leave, and then there's more zombies out there. Right. right, like he leaves for like a split second and then runs back in with like a couple beers. Yeah, really? Yeah, he had <laughs> beers. You didn't see that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he runs out and he's like, "Oh, beer, going back." <laughs> like, okay, sure. He needs some uh, kind of sustenance. Come on. And then and then he was stuck, so he had to call for help. Jesus. Fuck. 
zombies, zombies in, in your, your toilet. <laughs> okay. I, I love their accents. So he's got he's he's already using the Z word, right? You know, the thing you're not supposed to say in zombie movies or TV. True. That's a good point. Uh, and he's he's stuck in this stall now and like 15 zombies come in. Like literally like just 15 zombies just kind of hanging out in the bathroom stall like they all knew to go there to party or something. Well, they could smell. Well, the, the my thought at first was the zombies were coming cuz he was the last guy alive still in the building. So they smelled live flesh. Mm. Should have been You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was but but the I wanted to like the zombies, but they tried so hard to make each one of them really distinct to the point we were like, oh, yeah, it's the Jesus zombie. Oh, yeah, it's the Santa zombie. First of all, is is this Michael Scott's Christmas party? Because I've (laughs) never seen a Christmas party where the people dress up as – I almost said fictional characters – as like (laughs) a little bit of a commentary there. Uh, I've never seen people dress up at a Christmas party like Santa Claus, Jesus Christ. I mean, who else was there? There was a a couple elves. There was a freaking – like Christmas ornament guy dressed up as like one of those balls, like yeah. <laughs> I I I the most creative office party I've ever seen, but it's just it's. Oh, it was yeah. interesting. It, someone's in trouble. The cops so, are coming to get me, guys. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it was a fictional character. <laughs> so so my thing is though, like so he's stuck in the stall. He feels like he's stuck forever, and all of a sudden a woman starts talking to him. She, right? she was there the whole freaking time, right? She said yeah. she was there the whole time. And I, when it first started happening, I thought maybe she was a figment of his imagination. Right, sure, yeah, I could see the, that. Was I the only one that thought that? Uh, no, but it would have been a better movie. Well, no, I, was, I don't think I, it would have made a better movie. But I was starting to wonder if it all wasn't real, Jeez, and maybe he that. was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I could see where it would go from that point. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is starting to get interesting. And then the woman in the other stall was really unlikable and annoying. Yeah, that joke about the wanting a computer or something. Or no, his, his her brother wanted a computer. Like, yeah. eh, I'm not gonna repeat it. It was dirty and gross, and it, it was, was just kind of like, like why? Why does that? What it, makes it, you think it, that's funny? Not only that, but. You know, the premise of two people stuck in a stall like that is really interesting. But why didn't they try to get into the same stall so that two heads are better than one? Why were they shouting at each other across the bathroom? I asked that too. And I was thinking, like, was the other. I thought maybe, like, and don't take this the wrong way, everybody, but I thought maybe she was in, like, the handicap stall and she was in a wheelchair. <laughs> Like, because she wasn't moving at all. Like, whereas he was, like, all over. He was, like, a freaking spider monkey. He was crawling yeah, he all was over everywhere. things. Whereas she... And we later find out why she yeah. she wasn't. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to... We're spoiling everything. But I, I thought maybe she was, you know... And it was going to be, like, a story of him doing something good and saving this woman's life. I don't know how she would have... Because they were talking about not being able to fit in the crawl space. And it's like, oh, she's in a wheelchair. There's no way they can get her through that. And, like... I just thought that's where that was going, and then it obviously didn't go in that direction. Well, originally, she said um, this. So, what's your name? What's your name? Did you know Romero? It's not really. That would be ridiculous. It's Smith. Evie Smith. So, did she make a Romero joke? Is that what that was? Because I could barely understand it. What did she say her name was? I thought she said something Romero at the beginning. So is this movie breaking the cardinal rule of a zombie film in the sense that it's breaking the fourth wall by mentioning zombies and George A. Romero? And... I don't know. Like That's what I'm not sure. Is like, that I like can't... the golden rule of zombie films? Like you don't say the Z word and well, you... you know, my, you whole, my whole gripe with this movie was every time it did something I was like, oh, that's neat. It would do four things that I went, oh, why are you doing this? <laughs> All right. But here's the thing. I'm going to play this one more time. I want you to listen, f- one for the name and two for something else. You ready? Okay. So what's your name? What's your name? Georgina Romero? Georgina Romero. Yeah, that is a, I didn't even catch that the first time. <laughs> Not only that, but what is this zombie doing in the background here? I think they were like looking at something. Like they were, 
he kept standing. Wasn't that right after he kept standing up in front of the stall so they'd see his reflection in the mirror and go to the other side? That was smart. I thought. Kind of. Like, like I did. Back me up here, guys. <laughs> well, I will, I will admit, at one point he says he needs a hammer, I think it is. Yeah. And so he does use the ladder that was in the bathroom. And it was like, okay. He's using the ladder that was in the bathroom. But it was in a neat way. But right. why was the ladder there to begin with? You know? But to let's fix for, the let's, thing at the beginning. Did you forget right. already? No, no, I didn't forget. But let's forget about that. I okay, think the so intercom the, was broken. I think that's what that was. And so there was a dead uses, rat in it. He uses the ladder to stretch across the thing and get the hammer. Right. But you're like, he's got a hammer. Why isn't he hanging over the side of the door stall and bashing them in the head as they come near his door? It's dangerous. Because, I mean, he's probably not... Because uh, then the movie would be a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah, the movie was kind of long for its premise. and so, I, uh, But that's just the thing. Like, the movie was about two people in a bathroom stall. One, Evie. One, this guy, was his name? Jeff. Um, yeah. Well, the and, thing we later find out, and I think we were supposed to know this early on, is that when he, he heard the name Evie... Like, he assumed it was the chick we meet at the end of the film. So this is also, like, a film about, like, this shallow asshole of a dude, you know, learning and overcoming his own personal... Yeah, there's a big moral story. There's a big moral story, but he he ends up killing two people in the course of it. I mean, Uh, three people. One of them being the hero. Don't worry, guys. I'm here to get you out. Who's that? It's me, Jeff. Is that Jeff from IT Jeff from the couch. Jeff from IT. Really, really good. See, I thought that was a really good moment. I laughed at that point. I was like, yeah, Jeff from IT. He's going to, something's going to happen spectacularly. (laughs) Because these filmmakers are not interested in leaving this bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) They weren't. Really sound frustrated. (laughs) Who's dying? This whole movie, I kept going, oh, look. Oh. Oh, look. oh, even the way he died was was really like uncreative. It was like, really uncreative. shot him with a finger, and he started choking on it. Like, Ugh. I think Jeff from IT would have some self control when he starts to choke and maybe like not suddenly get overcome by zombies because he can't breathe. I mean, come on, he's Jeff from IT. Well, yeah, and I, mean, and- I know that it's called stalled and. I expected 90% of the movie to take place in the bathroom, but I thought for a second, you know, maybe they would get out and then somehow get forced back into the bathroom. Yeah. Or something like that. But no, this movie was never that clever. Well, I don't know if it was about it not being clever. It was just they could have they could have done they could only do that trope once or twice and they did it at the very beginning where he runs out and comes back in yeah but they but the thing too is is he runs back out and they never show what happens to him out and why he comes back he just ends up coming back in but what yeah, i'm saying is they Jesus zombie yeah Jesus zombie what i'm saying is that uh they they had the premise of the bathroom is the main scene which is great fine whatever i just think that that's it that is uh, perfectly admirable as a goal for the film but they they didn't really take you know they didn't really do enough with you know jeff from it and his death scene like him coming in beautiful great oh there's hope you know and we knew he was going to die because the movie takes place in this bathroom so it would have been it would have been nice to see him you know go down in a more interesting way as opposed to him choking and then being eaten and then what drives his character to walk over as he's being torn apart to the stall? Like, and then he picks flip the finger off. out. They had to flip him off. Like, it was just, it was just really. Well, let's bad. just get let's just get into the premise. The, the, not the premise, but the whole point of the movie is <clears throat> these two people who are separated by four bathroom stalls with two zombies in the middle or something like that. Um, There's only one stall, I think. One one stall and one zombie in the middle, something like that, and like twenty other zombies out out in the bathroom just waiting for them. They talked. They right. talked a lot. They talked about why they were bad people. They talked about what they did, and you learned the entire story in the last ten minutes of the movie about why the guy was so weird in the first ten minutes of the movie. 
clearly, yeah. yeah, like maybe they they should have sprinkled that in between because I think that was more of the interesting point of the movie. Like the zombie stuff in this film was was all right, but the the and and some of the antics were just awful. But the the, the moral issues and the and the character development was was interesting. Just it was all explored in the last not ten really. minutes, which is well, maybe not interesting. Maybe interesting it is a strong word, forced. but compared to everything else, it was it was interesting. It felt, it felt forced. Like mm. you could tell that they were trying to be funny, and you were like, okay, they're trying to be funny, and then it was like harsh reality, and it was like, oh, no. oh. <laughs> did you bring the hard vibes down on me, Luke? Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that one. Yeah, but I think like. I don't know. I just sometimes I feel like when a movie's really bad, I try to latch on to the one thing that may be redeemable, and I feel as though like that's because you're Canadian. I know the moral issues bit is interesting. I do want to talk about what was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, at one point he bangs his head trying to get back into the, the the stall, being chased by zombies, and he falls and he's unconscious. And when he wakes up. He says he thinks he has a concussion. And she throws him a pill and tells <sighs> him it will help him. Yeah, don't take drugs from strangers, kids. No, and don't so, take drugs at all. And so he takes yeah, the pill better and he goes on a trip. I'm going to be a bad father one day. <laughs> don't take drugs from kids or strangers. But, you <laughs> <What>? know. <laughs> so he takes the pill and he goes. Yeah, on. sorry. Get back to the important part. Let's talk and about this. And he goes movie. on a trip. And I immediately I was like, oh, this is going to be the worst part of the movie. And it's not. It's actually the best part of the movie. As it far as like into, a, yeah, like a music video. It, it turns into a music video. And he rides the crowd of zombies out of the bathroom. And then there's a hallway <laughs> dance sequence. And the whole time I was like, well, I just want this. This, this is, is like, this should yeah. be the movie. That was pretty much the best part of the movie. Like the the actual drug hallucination was probably a the most believable, <laughs> and b the most fun I had watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, and let's let's get right to the end where he finally figures out because I don't want to talk about it anymore. He finally figures out how to get out of here, and he finds this crawl space. He realizes where he is, even though he's been there for eighteen thousand hours. And he goes, "Oh wait, hold on, I can bash this wall." And he goes to find Evie, and all along. It's been Heather the Heifer in the other stall. Which is an awful, awful nickname. Yeah, and she's a bigger girl, and she'll never fit to the crawl space. She was lying to him the whole time. And, you know, you heard stories of Heather the Heifer earlier, how Jeff was going to bring her into that bathroom and whatnot. And so you end up feeling really bad for this woman. And she sacrifices herself so that our, our, our main hero here can get away. Which I think was pretty unnecessary. Like, let's yeah. be honest. Like, she did not need to open that. Like, that was just suicide. That was not anything useful. Well, not just that, but, you know, once he got outside the bathroom, he could have come back and tried to find a way to rescue her. You yeah, know? exactly. He and, went right, he, did I miss something? Because I think he went right back into the bathroom, didn't he? Yeah, well, he failed. Yeah. He he took the vent, and then he went out into the boys' in the men's bathroom, which was filled with more zombies. I mean, it was it was just it was an unnecessary thing. But I think in the end, her sacrifice again. This is this is what I'm saying about this movie. Like, he didn't develop. Like, if anything, by the end, maybe he improved his relationship with his mother. But he still is an asshole. He killed three people. Like he like. Uh, what was her real name? I'm not going to call her by her nickname. What was it? Heather. Heather. Okay. H- Heather. He he killed her. Like she sacrificed herself for the greater good, but it didn't do any good. And he didn't he didn't show one ounce of remorse for for her dying for no reason. The only thing you could think of that may have been his redeemable factor is at the end of the movie, he gets out of the bathroom. And he gets into the hallway. Covered in he, toilet paper. Yeah, yeah we missed what. We'll get back to that. Don't worry. We'll, yeah, we gotta cover we'll get that. back to that in a minute. And he gets to the elevator. And who's on the elevator? But the girl he thought was in the end of the stall. Mm-hmm. Evie. The hot Evie. chick. Quotations. And I'd like to make one note. It is the same voice of the woman at the end of the stall. In case you guys, I don't know if you guys what? noticed. That's it, dumb. So It's wh- the same voice. So that woman was the voice of whoever was in the stall. Okay. Well, I, that seems misleading, but... Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, the film is from him, his perspective, so maybe he just you know, it, voices it, it, are, can be misleading. I mean, without right. seeing the face so, to match it with. So yeah, he tells her that Jeff from IT is down the hall in the bathroom, because she makes a reference to she knew what was going to happen to that girl and why she was sent to the bathroom, and basically he pulls the same trick on her. But again, like he hasn't. He's he doesn't realize what he's doing, so therefore he hasn't developed he hasn't gotten any better as a person because he's sent yet another person to their death. Like hasn't there been enough slaughter today? He killed Jeff from IT, which shed a tear, everybody. He killed Heather, and now he's killed this Evie chick. Jefferoni? Jefferoni. An airplane? Jefferson. So yeah, he kills these people. <clears throat> but here's the thing too, and um you you don't feel bad for him. Like even when Heather dies, he kind of screams for, her, you know, tells her not to. But you don't because you like you get the feeling that he just doesn't care. Like I don't I don't know anything about Jeff to know that he cares. You know, he, I don't I, think I, he liked Jeff. He was jealous of Jeff's itness. Uh, I was thinking of the wrong guy. What's the main oh, character? That sounds bad. <laughs> His name is WC. <laughs> okay, so WC. You I never get a name from him. I and like the end of the movie. Well, for first the end of the movie is. Uh, him going to a phone booth and calling his mom, which is what they were talking about doing, you know? Like he's trying to redeem himself for being such a bad person. I don't know if you guys watched all the way to the end. Yeah, but, I uh, did. Uh, so oh, he yeah. does that, and then he gets surrounded by zombies, and then he says he needs to use the toilet. Uh, I thought that was clever. I thought that was a cool, like, way to end it. Like he's in a, you know, he's in a... a Another situation just like he was in. A telephone booth. I mean, that they, they couldn't make a movie out of it because there's just not enough room to breathe. in, in, in a, and, and the other thing, too, is he just call, he, he calls people until he gets someone on the line that can actually save his, his ass. But, I mean, I thought it was a nice touch. It's like, oh, i got to go to the bathroom. You know, like typical human behavior. Like you're, you're in a place. It's like typical like kids. Like, do you need to use the bathroom before we go on this three-hour car ride to Disneyland? No, no. Dad. It's like an hour, ten, ten minutes in. I need to go to the bathroom. Did you guys watch after the credits? Yes. No, I, I turned that thing off. <laughs> so well, Ryan immediately threw his TV out the window and said, what? I picked um, up my remote, made sure it wasn't an expensive one, and tossed it across the room. So basically, they have Evie standing in front of the bathroom stall, just like our main character did. Oh, interesting. Um, for like a good two minutes, and I'm like, "What's going on? Anything? Anything? No? Okay, bye." <laughs> like it just ends with her looking at the bathroom door, just like the movie started. I don't know if they're trying to be creative or clever, but the thing is, she was already bit. It didn't make any. Didn't matter anyway. <laughs> Wait, she was bit? Yeah. On the leg. When did she get bit? It, it, she makes when he gets on the elevator with her, um, and they're having a conversation. She scratches at her leg and she goes, "Yeah, that uh, that monster Jeff from uh, accounting, he bit me." Yeah, so he's Jeff from accounting. When he tells, <laughs> that's when he tells her to go down to the bathroom and see Jeff from IT. She, you know what though? She, so she was gonna die either way. I guess. And she, and she seemed like a really shallow, mean, yeah. spirited person. And I, 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 but the thing was, is everybody in the movie seemed shallow and mean spirited. <laughs> And yeah, it was like, true. like all the uh, like production the was really and, jaded. <laughs> yeah, it was almost. It was really stupid. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But then this is my argument about zombie films: is like they're all kind of stupid. No, they're not. No, they're yeah, not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This argument on. Okay. Wait. 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 Okay. Yeah. Challenge. Challenge. All right. Prove me wrong. Next film we watch, I want to be one suggested by uh, by the listeners or or oh suggested by Lou. But if it's suggested by the listeners, it needs to be vetted by Lou to make sure it's it's going to be one that makes Ryan go, "Oh, that wasn't that wasn't stu- kind of stupid." And I'm not saying a zombie movie isn't good if it's kind of stupid. Like I still appreciated the campiness and the situation that WC was in during this film i thought it was interesting well let's let's go ahead i don't want to talk about this movie anymore let's talk about uh so scale of one to ten ryan do you give it any stars uh do do we have a a zamp sort of ranking 
Like, do we have that yet, or do we have to make that up? Like one. Uh, all right. So on a scale of one to five, Walker heads. Walker heads. Why don't we do like bit microphones? Like, kind of style it to. The, okay, to so the we'll show. do bit microphones. Bit microphones. How Big many do you chunk of yeti? Mm. Um. Whew, I don't know. Maybe uh, zombie yeti would be a better movie, by the way. Yeah. Well, um, maybe it exists. Every is there a theory that every zombie film exists? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. I don't know. I I don't know. Like I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go more than two stars out of five. I would give it one bitten microphone out of five just for the rave scene. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't go above two, and, and two is kind of pushing it. I thought the zombie effects were all right. Like, they weren't – they were on yeah, a scale I, I, of – I will admit I don't have any gripes with the special effects. Like, the special effects uh, were, you know, they weren't, like, Walking Dead, but they certainly weren't the worst zombie effects I've ever seen. They were kind of like – Hovering around the middle, which was very good for any sort of zombie flick, I think. So, all right, Lou, what do you what do you give it? I I will give it two zombie heads just because of. <laughs> I love we all use different scene. rating system. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you know what, Kimberly, thank you very much for the recommendation. <clears throat> uh, as you can see, we had a lot of fun with the movie. To her credit, she recommended a bunch, and we chose this one. So it's kind of our fault. Can I just say that uh, this one is Ryan's fault because I kept trying to get us to listen to watch a different different movies, and Ryan said he wanted to do something that was newer, and that's how we ended up. With yeah, this one. I think I also did say we should do this one because it was suggested, and I wanted to be fair to the listeners and. I blame myself almost as much as I blame Ryan. Yeah, there's like um, some other ones on the Facebook page, like n- all from Kimberly, like Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet uh, is is one I would recommend. And we didn't even uh, we went with stalled. <laughs> what is it? Uh, have you seen? Uh, this is another one. Seen a little bit zombie. Um, I don't know. Dead well, season. Thank you, thank you, Kimberly. I really, I mean, we all appreciate the recommendations, and hopefully, the next movie we pick will go a little bit smoother, um, and we won't all fast forward through it, even though we didn't really mention it in the show. I don't remember fast forwarding. <laughs> I did. The I did. worst part for me was that, like, <laughs> when I was streaming it, it kept having to buffer. So like I, oh, I, I spent maybe two hours watching this place. You didn't pull clips. You didn't have to go back and watch the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Thank you guys. If you guys have another um, a movie suggestion or anything, go to the Facebook page like Kimberly did, or you can go and email us at info at zombiesatemypodcast dot com. Uh, speaking of which, we we do have an email. We should uh, jump into that real quick, shouldn't we? Hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and. What's the emailer's name, Ryan? The, the full e- name. The, <laughs> I don't have the full name here because I took it out. But I will try to read it. It's an email from Miles <laughs> Wojnowski. Let me know if I pronounced that correctly, but I Ooh. did my best. All right. Wojnowski. Uh, hey, Zampheads. Ooh. Uh, Zampheads? I think... I think he just chose our rating system. <laughs> yeah, we're, yes. How many Zamp heads do you give? Zamp heads, it and we need each one of us. <laughs> yeah, we it, the movies. It only goes to three stars. <laughs> <laughs> one to three. Yeah, it's simple. That's fine. I'm cool All with right. that. Now we just need like graphics of us, our heads as zombies. Perfect. Joel, get on that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I love listening to the show each and every week. You're watching. Is this you or Miles? <laughs> <laughs> this is Miles. Okay. <laughs> he gives us three Zamp heads out of three. Uh, your Walking Dead talks are awesome, and I love the banter you guys have between each other. You guys make podcasting what it should be about, talking with good friends about things you love. Too true. Mm. Anyways, he had a couple things uh, for you, Bob. Uh, I'm reading that now. Yeah. He, so <laughs> so uh, he says, in the latest episode, you introduced Lou Page, and at one point it sounded like you said, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 Because you were talking so fast. I figured I you that. always pull clips of the other guys. It's about time they got one of you. So, Bob, cut I'll that. have to pull that clip. Yeah. Get that clip for next week so uh, yeah. Miles can can hear a clip of you. I do I do talk fast, <laughs> and I try not to, but I can totally see myself going, no, 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 no. <laughs> now, his second thing for Bob was was uh, something you'll hear at the in the outro. Uh yeah. Ooh, maybe it's a joke. I don't know. Uh, but he, he finishes off saying, seriously, guys, keep on podcasting. This show is one of my favorites. I look forward to every time it's available. Thanks, Thank Miles. Thank you, Miles. 
Really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gotta love the feedback. I we love getting have... emails. Keep sending them in, guys. They've been really good. You know what else is really good? What? Slashloot.com. Oh. You know what you can find there, Lou? Uh, Zamp t-shirts? You could find Zombies Ate My Podcast t-shirts available at all sorts of sizes, all the way from infants to toddlers, all the way up to triple XLs, and they're in three different colors, black, white, ash gray, always good to describe the gray, um, featuring wonderful artwork done by Joel Duggan. The shirts look awesome, and you guys might not believe it, but I already ordered mine. Oh. I did it. So. I got, I got one coming. We, we mention this every week. Uh, and we will continue to mention it. But if if our listeners order a T-shirt and they get it and they want to show off their new Zam T-shirt, take a picture, preferably in some sort of zombie stance or zombie defense stance. Send that picture in. We'd love to use it on the website and Facebook to kind of say, hey, you guys should order our T-shirts. But we'll also send you a prize package. We got some great uh, zombie Steam games that are that that you could play with us, uh, and you know, lots of other stuff. Yeah. That we would love to give away, but we need we need a reason. We need T-shirts. We need you to buy. We need you to spread the Zamp love. Ah, well, let's be careful. It's 1995. It ships pretty quickly, and uh, it's, a, it's it's it supports a good cause. It's a great cause. It's an awesome cause. It's one of the best causes out there. It's three zombie Zamp heads out of three cause. It's true. I got the white one. Really, I got the black one. I know, that's why I went with white. Cool. I guess that means I have to get the gray one. So, Lou, are zombies ticklish? (laughs) All Uh, right. Follow up. I would say maybe in the early stages of decay. (laughs) Where there's still something to tickle? I'll be sure to tell her that. (laughs) Actually, don't tell her that. I'm not going to. That is not a good idea. I don't have Uh, kids, and I know that's not... I I forgot for a second I was talking to a kid. (laughs) All right, now... Now tell me like I was a six-year-old how you would explain that. So if I went, busy zombie lord, are zombies ticklish? Of course they are. <laughs> Why? Why? Because zombies six-year-old. are people too. Why? <laughs> okay, yeah, you got it down perfect. <laughs> All right, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone not six years old listening to um, where they could find us when we're not doing shows. Yeah, uh, go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Send us an email like Miles did and like many other have, others have, at info at <laughs> zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast. Uh, like us on Facebook, plus one us on Google. Uh, go to YouTubes and subscribe. You know, we're going to be doing another uh, follow-up to our uh, role-playing episode. Ooh, soon. What's going to happen? Um, if you want to follow the, the hosts uh, on Twitter, I'm at R. Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord, And Bob is at Bobbert F. Uh, just a quick shout-out. Speaking of T-shirt logos, shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. Uh, he did our T-shirt, our website banner, our iTunes art. You're probably staring at it right now as you wait for this How'd podcast. How'd you know? And you can find more of his work at joelduggan.com. I love it. A dot com. And actually, I should plug, I was actually on his show, The Citadel oh, Cafe, yeah. last week. It's a great show. Uh, and Brian was on the week before. Yeah, he hasn't had Bob on, which I mean, I'm Bob, still, you got to feel a little... I'm avoiding it. You are? <laughs> oh, it's it's so much fun. You should uh, You should poke him. I will not touch Joel. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and as Ryan said, new things are coming. So stay tuned and uh, we'll see you next time. Incoming bad zombie joke. Oh, boy. Ah. Mm-hmm. I threw it in there at the end. What do you think of that? I hate it. I oh. love it. Well, this joke's from Miles Wojnowski. Wojnowski, as Ryan calls it. Um, Lou Page. Are you there? Okay. I'm there. I'm waiting. <laughs> Hi. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so I just want to let you know there was a, a stampede of zombies that crashed a party, and uh, the cops ended up showing up, and... Uh, bodies all over the place and this cop looks at the other cop and goes you know what 
Let's just get out of here. This party's dead. <laughs> uh, can I just say, I kind of was like, okay, this is where it's going. This is where it's... Oh, it is going exactly where I thought it was going. <laughs> I think that that, that joke would work really... I'm not believing, okay? I may be a little on No, 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 fire alarm. Look at yourself a fucking fire alarm. <gasps> Sorry, I didn't know that clip was so long. <laughs> I, I feel as though um, I, I forgot never want to we see this movie about. again. No, we're not going to see it again. I never, ever. <laughs>